All right. I almost decided not even to do this, but we're here to be here to be here in the building. We're going to do hip hop 101. Told y'all I was going to try to start back doing these uh, regularly. Um, you know, so appreciate y'all for uh, tapping into uh, tapping in with your boy, man. Let me share all this. Let everybody know we live, baby. We live, we live, we live. If you don't know, you can hit the link tree. You can find me everywhere there from uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, AKX, Kick, Twitch. Uh, if you want to donate to the channel, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. You want to listen to it after this episode, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, the whole shebang. So I appreciate y'all and everybody who, uh, um support the channel man so i'm just sharing it live i got a bad habit of wanting to use my phone versus using my uh computer shout out to Jalen leon his uh cowboys got the dub this week so i can't talk shit um but they play them fly eagles fly whatever they say bop bop whatever they say over there in philadelphia land i fuck with the eagles though man as long as they ain't playing alliance we good we don't know if you can check out my detroit channel Right here on YouTube, uh, Motor City Sports Talk. That's in the link tree. Check out the new channel, uh, Free Game 89. I think I just did a video on pursuing a woman that has more interest in you than you have interest in her. So you can check that out when you get done here. Um, or you can go sleep there and check it out. I ain't no hater. If you want to go watch somebody else, shit, hey, just come back and watch the replay. The replay make me more money anyway. Um but uh, I'm trying to share this. Yeah, make sure y'all thumbs up the video. Appreciate y'all uh, letting everybody know. We on like a thousand platforms, so I'm letting everybody know live. So as I share this, but you know, you see, we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the talentless era of rap, and that just don't even go as far as uh, like rap. I'm not gonna really get into R&B um, because you still gotta have some type of vocal talent to do R&B, even if they. Uh, you know, redo your voice. You still got to have some type of vocal talent, be able to dance. So I really ain't talking to them, even though the art, art of R&B been dead uh, for a while. But if you don't know, we live on YouTube, Goodfella TV. Um, and why old school rappers selling out shows and new artists are not. So we're going to talk about that. So we're going to tackle that first. So uh, we see people like uh, 50 Cent. We see people like... Uh, Beyonce, I mean, I know she's R&B. I think uh, Wu-Tang been doing pretty good in in, in their uh, concert tours and going around America. I mean, 50 Cent is still selling out shows. Think about that. He's in Germany, still selling out shows. And they tell you guys that old school rappers can't survive. And what's so funny is uh, DJ Envy, kind of like before this whole scandal went down, DJ Envy actually revealed why uh, old school hip-hop you know it doesn't thrive now he made he basically let people know they only can play old school records in mix so when they mix it on the radio you know how they do like the traffic jam rush hour mix they only can play old school uh records in the mix so that's what 30 to, to a minute it's kind of like fair use you know you got 30 seconds to to use 30 seconds to a minute to hear some use somebody uh content and fair use on youtube so they probably got like anywhere from a minute a 30 seconds to a minute and a half to be able to, you know, play a song. So it's all by design to keep artists broke. Now, do you got some artist songs who, you know, uh, surpass time, time, that's timeless music? Because you usually don't make hip hop, or especially our, uh, rap, you don't make rap synonymous with timeless music. You don't. 
you know, um, I forget uh, Boy Meets World. I forget the name of the rock band, but it was an episode of Boy Meets World where Eric and the parents was going to the same rock concert, and he was surprised that his his, his parents was going to the same rock concert and they had better seats, and it kind of like made it kind of seem like less cool and shit like that. See, white people can do that. It could be three generations. I watched the Little League World Series uh for years and you will see well you know you they ask a 10 year old kid who your favorite rap group rap uh uh music group and a lot of them was like like u2 or 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 acdc and he's like 10 year old kids you know what i'm saying so that's one of the curses of of hip-hop and andre 3000 said it best the first word in hip-hop is what is hip you have to be hip to hop you have to be hip to be in a genre so that's one of the curses but the powers that be, they enforce they 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 enforce those laws, you know. Especially if they probably don't own your masters and your publish them, you know. If they don't own that, they they enforce that. So for them not to be able to play old school hip hop on the radio, that lets you know everything. But also it lets you know that the resistance that the industry is giving from old school artists still being able to make money and profit and, and play that music on on the radio. It's really not. It's really not stopping nothing because if Fifty Cent can go do a show, but Little Baby had to cancel shows because nobody buys tickets, that lets you know the power of of timeless music. We do have timeless music in hip hop. You know, you got people that's born that's born you know yesterday and they come out the womb knowing today is a good day by Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? You know people who were born in 2000, but they still know Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Do me a favor and thumbs up the video. I'm going to get to the comment sections in a minute. You know what I'm saying? You know, people who was born in, in 98, but they know cash rules everything around them. You know, and, and this is a, a stupid one, but we know people that be born today and, and they'll know all I, all I want from Christmas by December 31st by Mariah Carey. We do know that. So, a lot, a lot of the the the, the curses that hip hop come with is not self inflicted. It's it's inflicted by people up top, and that's what we're gonna talk about with the talentless era of hip hop. So when you got all, I mean, Beyonce can continue to tour for the rest of her life. How about we take it a step further? Um, Frankie Beverly been performing the same goddamn song for how long? Frankie Beverly ain't dropped no new music since man, dude. When the last time Frankie Beverly dropped some new music? Come on. We are one. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that when he play that, it's timeless, bro. Any any Frankie Beverly song. Any Frankie Beverly song that's a classic. Come on. Any Frankie Beverly song that's a classic. You you already know it's gonna hit. You already know, you already know, don't matter how many times you heard it. That's like the one of the official songs of summer. Come on, man. That's like one of the, the official songs of summer, bro. All, all his top songs. When you hear Will Smith Summertime, official something. What's going on, bro? He said, My first concert was Drake from his last tour. Went last August. It was lit. Never, I've never been to a Drake concert. I don't know what my first concert was, but I've been to a bunch of them. I've seen uh, Nelly perform with the St. Lunatics. I've seen the Temptations perform. I've seen Frankie Beverly perform. I've seen Genuine perform. I've seen Morris Day in the Time perform. I've seen Slim Thug perform. I've seen uh, uh, Jesus Christ, man. Who else I've seen perform? Man, I've seen a, 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 a robust, a whole bunch of people perform. I'm trying to think in my head. 
I've seen Beyonce perform. I've seen Missy Elliott perform. I've seen Taylor Swift perform. I've seen Kenny Chesney, Uncle Cracker perform. I was working country concerts at the time at Fort Field. So I've seen a number of artists just that I could think of off the top of my head. I'd have been to Summer Jam, so I'd have seen a thousand people perform there. So I'd have been to a lot. Of, I'm not into rap concerts, though. I've seen the OJs perform. My mom would drag me to these concerts when she ain't had nobody else to go with. So I would be dragged to these concerts and I learned to appreciate them. You know, real talk. You know, it was some of the, the best live music you would hear, bro. For sure. It, it, nothing, nothing, nothing really beats, you know, a great entertainment. No, nothing really beats Frankie Beverly off the water. Not, nothing beats Frankie Beverly off the Detroit River. Nothing. Nothing beats that. That's 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 nostalgic. That's nostalgic, if that's a word. That's nostalgic, motherfucking. Like you can never erase that feeling away from you. No matter if you get Alzheimer's, you'll always get that feeling when you hear that song. You always get that thought. It's it's just you know great music. Like when you can talk about rap music, you know. And I think about rap music, and I, I I think back, you know, when I was clubbing, like you know, early two thousands, you know, mid two thousand, like two thousand eight, and like to the 15, 16, 17, like you know, that, that made me think about okay, have a good time in the club, met this chick at the club, you know, have fun with the homies at the club. But when I, I think about like you know, seeing guys like Genuine and Morris Day, and think about that, it, it made me feel more of a, a you know, family ties and going to do stuff and stuff. It make kind of feel feel good. You talk about turning up in the club, you think about all the fat asses you didn't see, fine women you didn't see, ones you didn't bag, after hour joints, a little bit different. Red Chief, Chief Red Cloud, salute. What's going on, Derry Barry, salute. He said, even in from Britain, my first time, great title. Hey, shout out to UK. Shout out to y'all, bro. Kind of get a skitty rock pop. <laughs> bloom, bloom, bloom. <laughs> Uh, he said hip hop is falling, uh, falling. Unfortunately, we gonna talk about that. Red Man still sells out a lot of shows across the globe. Uh, absolutely, Muddy Waters, you know the Blackout, you know I be that, I be that. Hey man, me and my cousin, we played the Blackout out. I come in all black, similar to the new PlayStation Two. <laughs> yeah, man. He said you better off calling them Power Ranger mother. Yeah, 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 man. Red is one of my favorites. Shout out to Reggie Noble. It's one of the guys who Eminem looked up to and took part of his style. He said real rap diminished in 2006. Yeah, the real last were like really good rap era. We didn't went over this before. The trap era, that was over with. About 2009 when the trap era went, yeah, you still had like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Well, J. Cole was already out, but Kendrick Lamar kind of like say the West Coast at the time and all that. But, you know, in some of the newer rap, I, I did appreciate in the early 2000s, like Future's Dirty Sprite 2. That's one of my favorite rap albums. Johnson, salute. But, yeah, it did. Mary J. Blige going forever paid off her catalog if she own it. But for sure, she's my favorite R&B artist, bar none. The, the difference between Mary J. and Beyonce is Mary J. and, like, Rihanna. It was just to name a couple of them. Their, their music is unisex. And some people might not understand when I say unisex, you know, Rihanna had Rude Boy. Guys like Rude Boy just as much as girls do. But when Beyonce, Beyonce music is versed towards more women. You know what I'm saying? And for to a certain extent with TLC, their music was versed towards women, but it just, it was so hibbity hop 
that some guys just liked it. You have a ninjas in a motherfucking Wrangler saying, no, scrubs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nigga, man, that's about <laughs> you and your best friend passenger ride. That's about you. But shout out to the uh, jokers who made no pigeons. But yeah, Mary J made unisex music, bro. You know, uh, I mean, you got to think about it too. She was on some of the 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 she was on some of the dopest rappers uh uh uh, uh songs. I mean, all that I got is you. You know, Ghostface Killer. That's 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 a banger. No drums, fire ass fire ass song. You know, what's the Jay Z song she was on? Can't knock the hustle. She was a crackhead at that time. Still laced it. Said they paid her like ten grand or twenty grand in a brown paper bag. Come on, that 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 was that was a classy. Come on, Mary J. And she did shit with Ja Rule two thousand. Her catalog is fucking bananas. I don't I don't get mad when she say you kind of like doing the verses is below beneath her. Two thousand four is the last great year in hip hop. It's a couple great years in there, bro. Because two thousand nine was a fantastic year. You got uh in 08. You kind of got the Carter three. I ain't the biggest fan of the CD, but hey, that shit slapped. I bought that. And then you had going into like uh what 08, 09-ish. You had uh, a paper trail, T.I. T.I., you know, with his back against the wall, dropped one of his best albums. You know, that man, I was living down south when that shit came out. That shit was crack. That shit was crack. That whole album, you know what I'm saying? And Jeezy dropped the recession. Oh my goodness. Oh nine, oh eight, oh nine was a nasty year for rap. And then not too a year after that, then you got uh a couple years after that, you got uh good kid mad city, whatever that Kendrick Lamar album was. Southern rap became more popular. A lot of people mistook Southern rap for hip hop. Southern rap and hip hop are two different genres. I can't really say that. I understand what you're saying. Um, but Southern has always been around, to be honest. When you're talking about outcast, even in RB, you talk about silk, you talk about uh jagged edge. I think it's one and the same, but I, I get kind of what he's saying too, though. You know, because most people always looked at hip hop as New York, you know, East Coast, and then you know, the West Coast was looked at the same as the South. Oh, man, they slang is different. Them ninjas got jerry curls. Them ninjas ain't no real hip-hop. I, I get what he's saying. I definitely do. Because they came with their own They came with their own style. So, yeah, it's like a subgenre. You know how you got gangster rap. You got uh, female rap. You got uh, uh, bubblegum candy crossover pop rap. See, I always say rap has genres within rap. And even within R&B, there's genres. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Keith Sweat is in the genre by itself of begging. He said, I think the main problem is rap is fans through younger generation except eras of no talent. You see, talent is uh digress tremendously over time. I mean, I'm gonna talk about that, but you know, it's a it's a let's just let you know real quick to end up on the topic of uh why old school rappers are not sell are, are are selling out in newer or not. At the end of the day, too, you gotta look at the demographic that you're paying too. Like, like, like people who grew up in a prime of you know, go shawty, it's your birthday. You know what I'm saying? We grew up in that, you know, and by the way, Lloyd Banks uh, wrote the hook to In The Club. He had that in a previous song and 50 turned into a hook. I was hearing Angry Man saying that, you know, 50 probably wrote the hooks for Lloyd Banks and probably wrote everything for G on it. But, you know, uh, Lloyd Banks actually wrote the hook to his, it was actually his hook from a different song on In The Club. A lot of people don't know that. But in my generation, think about the people who grew up like when in the club come out. That was like when LeBron was first like about to blow, like really blowing up. We got fucking money now. 
when you get in your 30s, I mean, I ain't saying you gotta be a six-figure nigga, you know, but my 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 money done doubled and tripled since then. And for most people, it at least doubled. Some people it quintupled. So we got money to go to concerts, right? You think about comedy shows. Who really going to comedy show? Think about why Prince was able to tour and sell out every time he went. His demographic had money. This generation, for one, don't want to work. They want to hit licks, rob. So that's not for sure money. So when you talk about little babies doing shows and stuff, a lot of them ninjas ain't got the money. They already spent the money with the booster, buying the Nike tech suits and buying the outfits and stuff. A lot of them in and out of jail. So they don't have the money that 50 cent demographic got or a Ja Rule demographic got or a Beyonce demographic got. Women going to find money. How about that? Women going to find money. You hear about the story where Beyonce, huh, uh, Beyonce uh, this dude, Spent his grandfather's inheritance money, like 50 grand on some Beyonce front row tickets. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Women gonna find money. As long as women got a uh got a, got the box between their legs, they gonna find money. As long as they got daddy government, they gonna find money, excuse me. And we know that they're they're gonna find money. You know, and I ain't saying women should sell themselves for money, I ain't saying that at all. Cause you know, we got a no tricking policy over here, you know, but if that's what you like to do, I don't knock people for what their decisions is. Don't come on here try to articulate your decision, but you can't articulate it. That's what I got a problem with when you don't make no sense, but I don't knock any, any what anybody do, whatever your sexual orientation is your preference. You don't owe me a goddamn thing. I don't judge nobody, bro. I just don't like a stealing motherfucker. That's just me. I don't like people that do stuff to kids. I don't like people who take the cookies from people. I don't get down like morally effed up shit like that. I don't rock with. How niggas dirty Mac? I don't rock with that. Too many women to be dirty Macking, bro. I don't rock with that, bro. I try to mess with people that's morally intact. That's the type of people that you want to attract. But nonetheless, um, but our generation kind of got money now. Then you talking about the forty year olds? They got money. You know what I'm saying? This is why Frankie Beverly Mays, the OJ's, the Temptations, uh, Morris Day, Prince was able to tour. Michael Jordan was able to tour. Michael Jackson was able to tour. This is why Silk and and, and all these other acts, H Town, even though Dino passed away, they're still able to tour. Who going to see Big Daddy Kane? He was touring over in the UK, and the UK artists tried to take the mic from him. They got money. We got. They demographic got money. When you about 33, 34, 32 and up, you got some money to play with. You probably in a two-income household. You probably find somebody you, you settling down with. You got some money. Right? Even if you ain't, if you're single, you got some money. You ain't got no kids. 54% of black men don't have kids. Got, got a little bit of money. Got money. So now you can tour and do things you want to see. Now you can hit the road and watch the Cowboys play when they go to uh, San Francisco. Or you can hit the road and go watch Beyonce perform uh, in New York City. Now you can do things. You got the friend. That's what they tell people to wait to have kids. You got to experience life. And then you feel like you miss it out on something you didn't get to experience. This is why a lot of people got away from virginity and saving themselves into marriage. Think about if people save themselves into marriage, right? People wouldn't even know what 
a lot of this stuff that should be taboo is about how 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 people talk about you know how good sex people the people wouldn't even know she would know because she was a virgin she'd think this is as good as it get or he'd think this is as good as it get now the world is opened up and you can try different things you like yeah everybody looking for something that's better and that's why a lot of people are unhappy a lot of people looking for the perfect person it's kind of like looking for the perfect song to work out to you know what I'm saying? You looking for the perfect? Let the motherfucker playlist pick it. <laughs> he said. Also, everyone has access to access to flood the market. So more trendy trying to uh, hop and put their uh, put out great song. Yeah, the, you go six months without putting out a song. People say, "Oh, the nigga that fell off." You know, the, now with everybody being able to record songs in their studios on their phone, the sound of hip hop is changing faster than ever. You know what I'm saying? But at the at the same time, with it. A lot of their core fan bases don't have money. They don't. They don't. You in an era where people don't want to don't want to kill. They don't want to eat what they kill because what they killing is nothing. It's, it's lame to go down and work at Tim Hortons just to have a couple dollars. You know, it's lame to get a job. It's not lame to get a job. Everybody wasn't meant to be an entrepreneur. Everybody wasn't meant to be a boss. No cap. Everybody wasn't meant, meant for that to happen. And I say this all the time. A lot of the, the mindset to be a boss, a lot of y'all don't have it, bro. Where you got to lay somebody off that you know they got two or three kids. Just don't, you don't have it in you. You got to make the tough decisions. You letting everybody slide being late, late to work. A lot of people don't have, a, don't, don't have it in them. You know? It's a cutthroat job. Uh, he said R&B music back then felt like real love and stuff you can relate to. Now it's a mix of singing and rapping. That's pretty much where it went to. Yeah, it's something that you can feel. It's soulful music. That's why they call R&B soul music. He said Blackout album was hip-hop classic. Oh, yeah, man. I'll never forget that, bro. Me and my cousin played that shit out in that Benny Siegel first album. Benny! Example, Unisex Fantasia, When I See You. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, yep. Or or you oh, you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Yep. Hey, Fantasia got a couple unisex songs out there. He said I F with Kendrick, but he didn't say the West. I gave the nippy up. No, it was definitely Kendrick because the game saved it from it kind of being a whole. It was really like West Coast connection, kind of like holding they up, and then they went their separate ways. The game came and, and, and held it down. And that's why he kind of split from 50 Cent. Let me know if you want to come on, Kobe. And then, and then it was Kendrick. It definitely was Kendrick. It definitely was Kendrick. You had some solid artists over there like Nocturnal. He was like, most people don't know about Nocturnal and shit. He was doing his thing over there. Uh, always E-40 and Too Short always kept the bay on the back. You know, they had a nice little mute movement going up there. All those guys, Mac Dre. I mean, they always had good rhyme uh, layer, slayers down there. Drew Down. Uh... What's my other homie? Uh, uh, the one that that uh Drake sued. He sued Drake for stealing this shit on uh, uh YG. Who do you love? Uh, rapping Forte. He had one of my ver favorite verses on uh on All Eyes on Me. He said, "If I be wrong, if I buck a nigga head to the pavement, if he don't get me, I'm a he gonna get." I forget how I go off rip. I hate rapping on on live. He said, "Underground rap is the wave." Starletto, Don Tri uh, Trip, underrated the uh, Step Brothers for life. I never heard of Starletto. Uh, he said, I think J. Cole is trash. 
Cole's dress sense and terrible. Part of Nas and Snoop's success is they dress well. Leverage. Well, you know, he got a white mama too, you know. So uh, you know, yeah, I think that's kind of his white side coming out. I just think, you know, he introverted. I think a lot of things in the industry turn you off. He definitely dope. I don't really always agree with his production. I would like to see him let 21 Savage produce his album. Cause that a lot of shit. I like that up tempo for him. 50th anniversary shows that the Bronx is still lit. They said that's where hip hop started. That a major part of Dipset's success was dresses. Oh yeah, and these Kobe had the all pink on, bro. He kept the boosters boosting. He kept computers putin. You get shot at, baby. I do the shooting. I do the recruiting. I tutor the students. <laughs> oh Cam, hey yo, Cam in my top twenty five favorite rappers for sure. <laughs> Cam, hey, no, I'm gonna use Cameron fan. I don't care what nobody say. Killer, killer season, bro. Diplomat immunity one and two. Come on, man. I'm, I'm a huge man. We watching basketball. Can we had a basketball camp? We used to go to a high school in Toledo. Man, we watched Killer Season so much, dog. Man, dude. He said, Who is this guy? He showed Mason shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. Cam was Cam was my dude, bro. Cam was my guy, bro. I love Joel Santana too. What's the game been missing? Is a is a is a is a 2000s classic. That's a 2000s classic. Nobody talk about that. That and around, I think that came out around the same time that that Lloyd Banks Hunger for More came out. That, oh man, I played them joints out. I played them two albums out. That Philadelphia Freeway and one the uh, what was that joint called? The Full Effect on there or the Effects song? Man, I played them shits out. Uh, and he had that song Free. Oh man, like 2000s had some had some gems in there, dude. I, and I ain't even talk about albums that people would consider major. Major successes, neither dude. Like, like those, those, like them joints, man. Oh, don't forget when Diddy dropped the bad, the bad boy family two album, and he had Black Rob on. Let's get it. Oh my god, that album was. But I bought that album too. That shit was dope. That shit was dope. Make this money. Take this money. Ain't no way, man. That that man, black. Hey, Black Rob, man. Black Rob was dope. Rest in power to Black Rob. He killed that shit. People don't know. Uh, Black Rob had a couple good albums too, dude. People don't talk about it like that. I remember it was time I could listen to the radio all day. Hey, yup. Remember you used to get your cassette player and kind of record off the radio on your cassette before you could steal music on LimeWire and Bear Share and shit like that. You can watch us on Kick. Check out the link tree. Find me everywhere. Hell yeah, bro. Like, man, I remember you could play the radio all the way through, bro. And what nothing but fire coming on. RB fire, rap fire, everything. You had to be fired to be on the radio. Now all I hear hickety, 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 hoogity, hoogity. What's that African guy? That song. That song he signed an African guy. It's real popular. I don't know if they play it no more, but I'm pretty sure they play it in the club. That shit kind of hot though. I ain't gonna lie, I forget how it go. He said there's some dope MCs out there that don't get recognition as the whack artists living off hooks. One of the reasons the whack artists living is because that's what they that's what the powers that be want to push. They want to destroy hip hop. But think about it, they could put rock and roll on hot on, on, on top, but black people created rock and roll. Shout out to Chuck Berry and Ike Turner that we created rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? You know, so they can say what they want to say. They can put rock and roll on top. A lot of people say black people created country. Can't really speak on that. So a lot of stuff that we created, you know what I'm saying? And they, it's all about destroying hip hop as a genre. It's no longer about monetizing and squeezing it. They're using it to, 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 they using it like the mass incarceration bill that Bill fucking Clinton put in. Because that's what it's basically doing. It's putting a lot of kids in jail. It's killing a lot of these kids out here and these adults. 
Um, it's promoting, and then right now it's a full attack on females, on our, on our women. Now they already didn't, they already knocked the men dick in the dirt. That's already been done. Now they attacking females now and pushing whole culture. And I always said this stuff, and it's common sense when you think about it. Females are built for monogamy. They they want to be dudes, you know. A lot of them, you know, the way they just they emasculated black men in the in the in the in the, in the community, where women feel like they can be they can be they have to be the lead. And uh, Angry Man was talking about this today and stuff. How you notice how women are getting bigger than the guys are getting, you know? And they did a study with mice, and this exact same thing was happening with in 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 this society. I gotta look up the experiment with the mice and stuff. And how the women became the dominant culture, and the mice start the male mice start beefing with the female mice, and they went into extinction. So it's mirroring exactly what's happened in the in the black uh, community as well, too. So, um, but yeah, you know, like I said before, you see they're attacking the women now, and now it ain't even just the young women who 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 follow them. You got you know middle aged women that that's, that want to get divorced. That's 35, 40, 45. That that this music then then told them they can get out there and and they can be, they can live live their glory days again and it's just not like it's not true. When you talk about when you get into when you start talking about cougars, a lot of for a lot of men, cougars are a fetish. Now you got some men with cougars are the preference. You know what I'm saying? You got some dudes that just oh my type is my type. No matter what age you is, you my type to a certain extent. But a lot of these women, uh. A lot of these women, they are a lot of these older women is getting caught up in that trap too. And you know how they talk about how you got the old head, old men that be at the club trying to get the young women at the 18 and up clubs and stuff. I mean, you got the mamas who going to the, you know, who going to the 25 and 18 and up clubs trying to fit in too. That's why you see a high rate of the mamas having sex with the girl with the with the daughter's boyfriend now. It's always that mama, that mama daughter rivalry. You know what I'm saying? And now they clubbing together, they partying together. You know what I'm saying? So now they if they they having sex with the same dudes together. And a lot of y'all be like, oh, it's not true. You know what I'm saying? I got a video on free game 89. So check that out. Link out in the description. It's gonna come tomorrow. The next two videos y'all see over there at 7 30 in the afternoon, Wednesday and Thursday, some of that shit gonna blow your mind. Cause you got a lot of guys that be like, man, you know, you had, you know, at least especially ten years ago, you had guys that be like, man, there's no way you had a threesome. There's no way you had two girls together. Like, like, like I said, I was telling, like, people, like, you hear guys that that really experienced that, or really got it like that, bro. And I and I said in one of the videos, I could have rolled into the sunset with two girls when I was in college, and probably wouldn't have to work a day of my life. But I ain't built like that. I could have been good. I could have got anything I wanted out of them, but that's just what my skilo. And a lot of people don't understand too. Before I switch over to the subject of the talentless era hip hop, a lot of people don't understand too. A lot of women that are that are that claim to be gay. Most women are bisexual. All women are bisexual. No woman that's straight gay. Most of them are bisexual. And I'm gonna talk about the lesbian divorce rate tomorrow at 7:30 over there. So check that out and why the lesbian divorce rate is the highest divorce rate of all. It's free game 89. Fr33 game 89. That links in the link tree. It's in the description. But one of the things I was saying in the video you will see Thursday about lesbians and single baby mothers being lesbians is that a lot of them are not lesbians. They just didn't want to settle for guys or they just weren't cute enough for guys. And if you talk to them and you show them some attention, they're going to be willing to switch right back over to the dark side. Trust and believe me. And some guys that I was in the I was in the sauna. I'm, I tell you, we talking to sauna all the time at the gym. 
And a lot of the older guys didn't understand what we were saying. Like we were like, y'all be seeing, you know, these these studs and these girls that's that's lesbians, but they like low key, they still be they still have sex with guys because they gotta have it. And, and a lot of the older guys was like, well, "Are you serious?" Like, yes. Like, you got multiple guys in this in this that's in this vicinity telling you it's a fact. And it don't take you no money to make them turn either. Trust and believe me. All they do is take some attention. Uh, Trey Shaw say uh, some dope MCs out there that don't get the recognition. These rack artists I read that one. He said for sure I be trying to be uh, di uh different with creativity, but Kendrick probably don't like to rap on typical West Coast beats. That's true. You know, we'll look the line killer podcast. I'll go subscribe to him. He say, uh, listen to Starletto Lost Bars. You're gonna just send me that. I ain't gonna remember that. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm remember the name though. I had a shout out to Griselda too. Dope, dope group. All of them, dope. I had the pink tall T. I ain't gonna lie, I had the shit with the white and the white and pink. Uh, I think it was a Nike headband. My aunt still got that picture. She passed, but she still had that picture uh posted in her house. I was crispy as hell. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, killer season, the classic. Purple Haze. He said, camera bust me in my shit if he caught me fucking with that shit again. <laughs> Charlotte was the ghostwriter for Lil Wayne, stunned like my daddy album. I could believe it. Gilly the Kid was too. He said, from the mainstream perspective, but Nip Nipsey buzz was buzzing in 08, 09. Kendrick blew up in 012. But Nipsey never, and I, you know, I'm just say this: Nipsey never eclipsed what Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar was. He never eclipsed that. He never eclipsed that. Never did. Never could. Never could. Even with a death, there's no disrespect. But he never could be the artist that Kendrick was. And you want to say, well, part of that is because of Dr. Dre. I'll get that to you. A Dr. Dre cosign go a long way. Fifty wrote the verse on "Let's Get It." I can see that. Mess phone, uh, mess fat tone into jacket. Yeah, I'm out the loop. I don't know who those is. He said people ain't messing with Kendrick like they were, like they out the west, like Eminem West people. Kendrick was real hip hop his, which is not a lot of what man. Kendrick was the shit. However you want to put it, he sold a lot of albums. He said moms are the big, are the daughter's biggest rival. My wife, uh, wife's mom and her stepdad was together 20 years at the time we got married. She put the pressure on dude and was married in, within two years. Hold on, hold on. He said my wife's mom and her stepdad uh, were together for 20 years at the time. Uh, we got, oh, y'all. Hey, man, that's one thing, man. I'll say this, man, before I, I'm going to read this next comment, then we're going to switch. That's one thing I say. When you out and about, you could be with a girl you just met. Y'all could just be casually kicking it. She all could have just met at the goddamn bar. And then somebody, some dude come out of nowhere, get on the knee and propose. I'd have been... I've been in there with a girl I was with, bro, and that shit happened. It's like one of the most, like, man, you got to hear about this shit all day. When you going to propose? I mean, that was cute. I like this. I hate when dudes do that. Man, go propose in your F-150. Go propose in the bathroom. And then, then we got to hear about that shit all day, bro. You could tell a girl, like, I don't have no ambitions on marrying you. Then that'll make her, yo, you know, I'm not going to have sex with you tonight because you, I'm like, ah, uh, okay, whatever. Bye. I hate when that shit happens. Especially somebody around you get married or some shit like that. Then it's pressure on you to get married or whatever. Like, dog. You just hate that shit. But yeah, that's, that's, I mean, a lot of ninjas, you know, they fold when a girl pressure with marriage. They fold, man. And I'll tell y'all this, bro. If you could find her, uh, what's that song about Gucci, man? Uh, 
He said, I can find another anyway, any day. I forget how that joint go. Uh, but yeah, man, a lot of these ninjas be like, like you can replace her. Like a lot of the girls y'all be with is replaceable. They not replaceable. They don't have personality. They don't save money. They not boss bitches. They don't do nothing that a next chick can't do. Why y'all be scared to lose these women, bro? Especially y'all ninjas that's financially secure. That should be crazy to me, bro. I can see if you divorce, you married, you already locked in the matrix. I get it. Cheaper to keep her. But a lot of y'all ninjas that be making women, forcing, forcing women to marry you and all. Man, bro, tell her not kick. If you don't want to, tell her kick rocks and see what happens. She'll be back before you will. She'll be back. Y'all be scared to lose these women. That's be crazy to me, bro. Y'all be like scared to lose, lose women that like, 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 come on. Man. I can see if y'all genuinely best friends and she and y'all genuinely kicking it, you know. Y'all, you know, whoop, you know, y'all, hey, y'all click, you know, you like, all right, then you naturally gonna want to white lock that up. I get it, but like a little, you know, a little chick, you know, uh, you know, she could fry some chicken, she cool or whatever, but it ain't you can replace that. Go all in my chain, go all in my ring. Don't believe me, nigga, 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 just watch. I ain't gonna lie, that song was hard. He wasn't even a rapper though. All I'm saying is Kendrick didn't say the West like Eminem saved Detroit. Man, Eminem didn't say Detroit. Eminem is nobody considers Eminem in Detroit a Detroit rapper. Nobody. He has zero influence. He don't sound like none of the Detroit rappers. Now, the niggas you hear now, that's the influence of the real Detroit rappers like Blade Icewood. You know what I'm saying? Big Hurt. Those are the true influences, the true godfathers of Detroit rap. Wipeout, Eastside, Cheddar Boys, Malik. Those are, are real rappers. Y'all wouldn't know about that, but oh, you hear Peasy, you hear Babyface Ray, you hear Icewear Vezo, you hear Payroll Giovanni. You hear guys like that, you know, uh, those, that that that's the foundation of Detroit rap. It's not Eminem. It's not Eminem. I keep trying to tell y'all that. All that whole Blade dance and all that shit you see these niggas rapping now, that's been around Detroit for the last 23 years, if not further. Detroit got a whole different type of rap rap scene. It's just like a lot of niggas just went to jails, shootings. A lot of niggas was real dope. Was trap was trap stars. You know, a lot of them was real trap stars. But let's talk about this talentless era and rap or whatever. And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like Wendy Williams, AJ Free, 106 and Park, they had to have a certain talent. Uh, Fab Fry Freddy had to have a talent. Uh, what was my man's Dr. Trey? And uh, what was his homeboy name? He just did the uh, interview on uh, 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 Math Hoffa channel. What was in the wasn't wasn't the fat one, Doctor Dre? What's the other one, dude? Who just did the interview on there? I mean, you had to have talent, bro. You had to have talent. Even even the even the people who who hosted talk shows like Arsenio Hall had to have talent. You know what I'm saying? You had to have a talent. You know what I'm saying? And not to even just to get to the MCs like Ice Cube. You know, had to have a talent. Dr. Dre, he had to have a production talent. When you start talking about Ghostface Killer and the Wu-Tang Clan to get on, without them having a the talent, they wouldn't have been able to get on. They were some of the most talented guys you could find in a group. There's probably no more, there's no group that's more talented than Wu-Tang from top to bottom. When you talk about from production to RZA, bars from RZA, from Jizza, from Ghostface to Rock Raekwon and Method Man, and most people that, uh, that don't know much about Wu-Tang, they always say Method Man they favorite because he's the most, he did the movies, he had the better personality. But if you ask actual Wu-Tang fans who your favorite Wu-Tang lyricist, you might get five different fucking answers. 
You might get five different. That's how you know it's a great group. You know, um, you know, you ask what's the best outclass album, you might get two or three different answers. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know it's a great, it's a, it's a great group. I mean, you ask what's your favorite ludicrous album, you might get two or three different answers. You know, these all these guys had talent. I mean, even from the producers like Timberland, Jermaine Dupree. I mean, these guys had somewhat of a talent. And right now, what's the what's the real talent? You know, the females they putting on, you know what I'm saying? But it's really the production that's carrying the genre. It's the production. And some people don't even like the production. It's the production that's carrying the genre. And everything sounds good at the club. You ever heard some bullshit at the club? Boom, 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 boom. You don't even hear what's going on. You just say, you know, she's shaking ass. You trying to get some ass. You know what I'm saying? You but you get in the you get in the car the next morning, you leaving her crib, you hear that very same song. You like, man, what the this dude talking about? What's she talking about? You know, in the club is very demonic. You know what I'm saying? It's very demonic. It's nothing really good that's gonna come out the club a lot of the time. Back in the day, before it turned demonic as it did, you could find a nice woman, a nice wife in the club. John Sally met his wife at a club named Legends in Detroit. I think it's that used to be right across the street. I want to say from Sweetwater. I forget what I don't know what they call it no more. I don't club no more. But yeah, you used to be able to find you a wife at the club. It used to be some uh you watch like coming to America when he was courting chicks at the club trying to find his wife in Queens. You know what I'm saying? You watch Boomerang and all that stuff. The club used to be tasteful. People used to wear nice clothes at the club. It used to be tasteful. You used to be able to hear the music. It wasn't all about the bass. You had to hear the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this nigga says, wow, should you be able to hear it? Now it's just doom, 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 doom. It's just drinking liquor. You got chicks drinking out the bottle. They drinking straight out the motherfucking Patron bottle. And it's just really once you step back and look at it, it's, it's nothing sexy about it. It's nothing uh, classy about it no more. It used to be classy, bro. You know, it used to be sexy. You know, and they still do cabarets. And I don't even know what, what cabarets I like no more. You know, so it's not like that no more. And like you, you, you know, you anything in a club sound good. The song I was thinking about, you don't need nobody, girl. That's the African song I was thinking about. It just came to me. So you know, now it's, it's really no talent when you listen to them. Everything sound the same, but you tell the kids everything sound the same. They don't, they don't hear that. They they don't hear it. Higgity wiggity, higgity hoggity, hoogity hoogity hoogity. Everybody. Everybody got the same melody. Higgity, higgity, hoogity, 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 hoogity. You know, everybody doing the same thing. Everybody doing the same thing. Who really got a talent? You come on. You can't consider Drake future. The motherfucker's 40. Rick Ross, over 40. Kendrick Lamar from a different era. J. Cole was rapping in the early, was rapping in the late 2000s. You know? So when you start thinking about who really who really got a talent, who really who really do you enjoy listening to? I can say, you know, Twenty One Savage. I like I like his music. I like motherfucking Kodak Black. I ain't gonna lie, he got some good music. And outside of Detroit, you know, I like Pooh Shiesty. I like Money Back Yo, Black Youngster. You know what I'm saying? You know whatever they doing in Memphis is cool. But I've never been a fan of a young thug. Don't know what the hell he's saying. Yo, young little baby is trash. And I, I like the, the knowledge he be kicking and stuff, but he trash. Like, y'all be list Gunner is trash. 
Who else you got? Travis Scott is, is trash. And I really don't want to go in on a female artist, but they don't make music for us. But uh, Angry Man made up a good point the other day. And then this, I don't know who the lady is, but she said men are incapable of love, right? Which is not true. I think men are uh, very indicative of what love is, right? But he made a good point. He said back in the 90s, even the most gangsterous rappers made songs about love songs about women, whether it was Dear Mama about the mama, whether it was Ghostface Killer, All I Got Is You. Um, whether, you know, I mean, you can go on and on and on and on. I mean, you can even say Juicy was, was he shouted his mom out in Juicy and shit. You know, uh, it, it, they made love songs. They make genuine love songs. How's going down with DMX? He brought that up. Well, what else we got? Jigga, make the song cry. Make the song cry. Uh, Snoop Dogg, beautiful. I just, you know, you go there and there. When the last time you heard a female, especially in this era, but when the last time you heard female a female make a love song, right? Let alone make a love song about another man. Poor Georgie by motherfucking MC Light 50,000 years ago. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. When have you heard a fee last time you heard a female make a, 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 a rap song, a love song about a man? When have you heard a female rapper say, you know, I'm blowing up like you thought I could? You know, I bought my mama a new crib. Like, what did Bud Law say? He say, uh, he said, you know, what he said in the Bud Law? He said, I was just rapping this shit with Town on the phone. What he say? He said, uh, he said, I got my mama up out of there because y'all motherfuckers just don't care. And to my mom, I forgot how I go. He said, you know, to uh, I, you know, to me, my mama come number one. To my mama, I'm a real black Superman. I forget, but he had a whole verse talking about getting his mother out of welfare. And he said, you know, want to know why I sold scum? Because my mama to me comes number one. He had a whole rap verse about selling dope to get his mama off the county, get her off welfare. Black Superman. He, you know, to my mama, I'm a real black Superman. What have you heard of female rap about getting her, buying her daddy a crib? What have you heard a female about getting her mama out the crib, out the hood? What have you ninjas heard that? He made up another point too. I didn't, I didn't, I did not know this. I didn't know about it the time King Richard came, came out. Serena daddy house was in foreclosure and she wouldn't even pay to get her daddy house out of foreclosure. Come on. So to say that men don't love is, is wild. Cause we the one that stay in relationships when shit get tough and shit get thick. We stick around way longer than women do, especially today. You get a bump in the road, a chick ready to dip on your ass. Dip set, dip set. So think about that for a minute. When have you heard a female really make a love song about anybody that didn't involve clapping them cheeks and smacking? Man, it's all whole rap. So you're talking about female rap. It's all about selling sex. There's no changing up. It's no change up. There's no slider. All fastballs. I was mortified. And I, I didn't heard some wild shit. Have you ever heard Snoop Dogg's Rhythm and Gangsta album, RNG album? His wife started to divorce him after that album. Fire album. I, I think that's his second best album, in my opinion. 
I was mortified when I heard Megan Thee Stallion. I can be a B I T C. I said, "Yo, I wish I had the soundboard up." Yo, no, she didn't turn. I wonder why they call you a pot a, a, a positive song where he was dropping knowledge, telling Lawrence Tucker. You wonder why they call these women B I T C A. She said she's flipped and said, "I could be a B I." I said, "Yo." Oh, the humanity that we going through out here, bro. Like, what is going on? But think about it for a minute. When have you, when the last time you heard a female rapper make a love song about getting the mom out the hood, the daddy out the hood, or I genuinely love this ninja and I want to marry her and I want to take the pain away? Come on, man. Come on, when, when have you heard it, bro? When have you heard it, bro? When have you? When have they switched it up? If it ain't about tricking, tricking on me. If it ain't about slut rap, when have you? I mean, come on, bro. Come on. Even the dudes today, man. They say ESTs. I forget the name of the song. I had a love song. It's still about killing. Sliding on these niggas. I love my bitch, but I had to slide on the brother. Cause you like, damn, nigga. I like ESCG too. Like, dude, these dudes not trying to chase nothing up, bro. All the subject matters is the same. If it ain't rapping about tricking, they rapping about how they got it. You know what I'm saying? They rapping about sex. There's no changing up. Even 50 came with 21 questions. Shit, even 50 came to take you to the kids. He even came with Disco Inferno. One, two, three. This is back. You know, even Rick Ross. Here I am. Damn, at least Rick Ross switched it up. Shit. Shout out to Port of Miami. That's one of my favorite debut albums, too. At least Rick Ross switched the shit up. These niggas ain't switching shit up today. They ain't switching nothing up. Shit, at least Joe Gotti switched it up. It's going down in the DM. Okay. Gotti stopped talking about selling quarter brick, half a brick. You know, at least Gucci say, you love me. At least Susie, you love me. And then Gucci at least switched it up. At least a little bit. You know, at least Jesus switched it up. Put your panties to the side. I'm going to slide through. What's the name of that? Uh, Rick Flair jumping off the dresser. What's the name of that song? Uh, damn, what's the name of that song? Was it Pam off the USDA album? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I forget the name of that Joker, though. I forget the name of that song. At least they switched it up. They was talking about selling white girls and trapping. At least they switched it up. I got a broad name, Pam. Shawty off the chain. Man, come on, man. At least they switched it up. These ninjas ain't got no change up. None. It's all about tricking and, and effing and shaking booty and none. And maybe if they change the subject matter, it'll seem like they have more talent. You know what I'm saying? But then again, you got ARs and you got record, you got rap labels. They pushing certain things. They push it, they trying to destroy the genre, long story short. They're trying to destroy the genre. This is what it is. They want to destroy rap. They want to break rap down to its last molecule so they can so they can so they can stop having the influence. They've been jealous of rap ever since they've been able to monetize it. 
ever since it became popular and they've been able to monetize it, they've been trying to destroy it. At one point, you had, you know, I would say at, one, at, at its peak, you probably had like 5% of rap was at least positivity. And I agree with Chris Rock. Chris Rock said that there was never a bunch of positivity in rap. It was never a bunch of positive rap. But at least you had about 5 to 7%. You know what I'm saying? You had uh, Black Sheep. You had Far Side. You had uh, uh, a tribe called Crest. You know what I'm saying? You you had knowledgeable rappers. And to a certain extent, Wu-Tang was a knowledgeable rap group. To a certain extent, N.W.A. was a knowledgeable rap group. I mean, even Ice-T, you listen to New Jack Hustler. You know, he talked about, you know, being a drug dealer. He said, picture me working at Mickey D's. <laughs> he said, when I die, it'll be, uh, be crack dealing and gun smoke. It was a cautionary tale. It was if you listen to a lot of their music, a lot of it was a cautionary tale. Even when they talked rapped about selling drugs and they rapped about doing gangster shit, it was a cautionary tale. These these ain't cautionary tales no more. This is to destroy the community. There's no caution in it. It's to destroy the community, bro. So it's just not about these got people being talent. You know, you have to have some talent. You have to have some talent to make it in a rap game. You have to have some talent. But I just think it's certain things that the A&Rs and the record label are pushing. They're pushing death and destruction of hip-hop. And in the meantime, you know, they're pushing mass incarceration of black males. So they're doing two jobs at one. And then also... You know, they, they're really fueling the gender war between black men and black women. Black women think they don't need men no more. So guess what? And I, and I, and I said this in one of the videos I got coming on Free Game 89, either them, oh, think Thursday at 730. And I said, it's going to be, and me and my, my me and Myron agreed on this, man. He said, it's going to be the generation. This generation is going to be the loneliest women of all time. An angry man said, well, I guesstimate only 13% of black men are accessible to black women. When you factor in mass incarceration, incarceration, sexual orientation, and then when, when you factor in, you know, the ones they actually can get. You know, and this is why polygamy makes so much more sense, especially in a time of financial need. And then you got to factor in a lot of these women. As soon as you make a mistake, they feel like they got another better option and they don't. And that's thing you know, you end up with two or three kids and guess what? Now you don't have no value. And most baby mamas is what? Recreational use at best. Or they recreational resourceful use. And when I say resourceful use, food stamps, you know what I'm saying? That's what you use them as. See, some of them, some you got some that's solid, whatever, but... A lot of women to tell you, a lot of baby mamas are the most trifling women of all. They're the most shiestiest women of all. And it's just the honest truth. It is, you know, you would think a woman that, you know, that came with two strikes to the game, especially if she got multiple kids, you know, two young kids, two strikes in the game, you think she want to fly right and do right. Nah, they do you dirtier than a New York motherfucking uh, crackhead. And like I said, that's not all of them. You know, it's not. It's something that's appreciative and grateful, but it's a lot of baggage that come with that. So niggas say stepdaddy season, but think about it. 
Eric says, CJ, what's going on with the new artists? You mean to tell me our own generation, which is probably uh, Gen Z, which that's your generation, by the way. They're not supporting rap artists. So no, they're not. You know, how I'm going to support you? I ain't got no money. How I'm going to support you when I'm stealing your, your music? How I'm going to support you when I'm making calls and text messages off of uh, Wi-Fi? They ain't got no money to support shit. These niggas don't even stream. They borrowing Netflix passcodes. They borrowing Apple passcodes. I know this girl asked on, YouTube, on Facebook, you know, who got YouTube TV? I thought she had a basic question, man. I looked at my messages and shit because it's filtering or whatever. And she and the people, like the other messages, the ones you don't see. So I'm like, I use your YouTube passcode. Man, hell no. On the music, Crit, Currency, Larry June, only people. I, I've stumbled on Larry June because I used to talk to this girl. I used to listen to him. He dope. I've always been a Crit, a crit fan. You know, always been a big Crit. i always been a Currency fan, man. Come on, man. Uh, huge Jet Life fan. But Brick Crit, I'm just another nigga. Dude, I, I love he used the jazz samples, bro. But Currency, that's my guy, bro. Especially when he left Lil Wayne, whole ass. That's my guy. Um, baby, Fire, Babyface Ray go crazy. Payroll, Babyface. Baby, payroll been going hard for a minute. Ghostface K. He my, he my top five favorite rappers of all time. So obviously, my favorite in uh, Goat and uh, Wu-Tang. But then, you know, The Chef. He got one of the best albums ever. And only built for Cuban links. That's one of the greatest rap albums. Yeah, you gotta put that damn near might have to be in the top five, to be honest, bro. Man, uh, expect the deck verse on guillotine. Oof. When they played that shit on uh the boondocks, his verse on guillotine. Ooh, that, that whole album is cracked. Heaven and hell, guillotine, uh ice cream. That whole album is fucking bananas, bro. That that. Only built for Cuban links is bananas, bro. That that's a that's that's one of them. That's that's that one right there. Uh Child said, uh, once coast, I think even the West Coast lost their identity when the music went bad. Cali, Southeast sound too much alike. Yep, everybody, you be like, honey, 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 honey. You be like, man, I'm from New Orleans. Nigga, what happened to Wody? And what happened to oh, what happened to know your clap? You got New Orleans niggas rapping like that now. Detroit making a run and rap right now, skillet baby hard. Uh, yeah, shout out to Skiller Baby, man. Side and all them. Yeah, they, I mean, us in Memphis is, is taking over the rap game right now. I spend time in both. You know, uh, rest in peace to Dolph. But yeah, Memphis, Memphis making a hell of a run at the rap game. And, and Detroit, Detroit making a hell of a run at the rap game. Them two coming. Atlanta can't hold the ball forever. He said, I'm up here cracking laughing, bro. Same lyrics, same producer, everything. You ain't lying. Same area. You listen to a, a track. It's the same same cadence to the flow, same production. Even my girl back in the day, she don't get credit she deserves. Yeah. She went from stripper to a white man's housewife. Ooh, the humanity. I ain't mad at it. Go and get your retirement plan. Snoop's Rhythm and Gangsta is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in high school when that dropped. Yeah, that shit. That's the second best album. His wife was divorcing that ass after that album. I don't know what he did. Like, where you where your ass going? Just be killing me like we 20 years into mama divorce you for what? Where you going back to the streets? I'm still gonna be hitting it. <laughs> like you where you we've been together for 20 years. Where are you going, girl? Where are you going? Trust me, ain't shit out there, bro. And the chance you find something good out there is slim to none, bro. It's it's pretty much built for you to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? But right now, women don't understand this. Is This shit is built for polygamy, dude. Especially for black women, it's built for polygamy. Black dudes got options. You got white girls, Asian girls, you know, black. You, your pool is different. Your pool is, you know, 
we desire for whatever reason. It's just, you know, we we come off as dominant. You know, white men are 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 most desired because they've got the most resources. But I guarantee you, dude, I mean, I guarantee you could take an average Asian chick, uh Asian man chick. I guarantee you it. Filipino, even the average white dude, you know, white uh man's girl, if you wanted to, you want to play them games, you could he probably let you. Let me just watch. <laughs> I wish I had the buzzer sound. He said, I can't stand Glorilla with passion. She sounds so sexy to me, but yeah, she ignorant as hell, though. She young and dumb and probably full of cum. He said, Eve's got a man. It's the last one. The hip-hoppers did. Disco Inferno had Jamaican Ave. He had DJ Quick Toaster. He's the best rap producer of all time because he actually fucking wrote his shit. He said, I Kobe, I agree. Hip-hop is dead. He said, these rappers today, 704 Joe would tell you they not rappers. They just come up. I mean, shit, yep, 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 I agree. He said Cali don't sound nothing like the South or East, anything like Detroit, especially L.A. Well, it used to. Everybody sound the same. But you got to understand, a lot of them people, a lot of these guys don't know the, the Cali the Cali rappers, the the Don, the Don Q. That was my man's Don uh, Kennedy and Don Kennedy and guys like that. You know, um, a lot of people weren't familiar with Nipsey Hussle, too, until he died. You know, people forget about the Bay Area rappers and all that type of stuff. I'm a zoo and, and, and Clyde Carson and, and guys like that. So a lot of people don't know about those guys. You know, even Blueface sounded, you know, sounded like he was from Southern California. He sounded like he was from Cali. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't don't really know. They just hear what they play on the radio, unfortunately, man. So I got any other questions I'll answer. But a lot of people just hear what they hear on the radio. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh, shout out to Vinny Ochoa and the Cash App. I just got it, my boy. Uh, appreciate you, bro. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't uh, don't know, don't know about the, the like you know, like like I told y'all about the a quick origin about Detroit rap. A lot of y'all wouldn't know that. Like Eminem don't. It ain't no offense to Eminem. It ain't no offense to him, but he don't ha he don't have an influence over the Detroit rappers. Keep telling y'all that, like, y'all been listening to Detroit rap for like for since it got started, damn near. Popcorn movie and social media has changed the music industry as well. I definitely agree with that because now you're getting older. What Ti say? He said, "Don't come up to me with your tape." He said, "Go to social, go build your following up, and I'll find you." That's what people try to do is build their following up. You know, you know, popularity is a is is a is a. So I don't even know if it's a gift, but I say it's a gift and a curse. I never wanted to be popular. Not in school, never. And I never been one of the people that wanted to fit in. I always be, I always was one of the guys that marched to the beat of my own drum. I just did my own thing. If I thought a pair of shoes was cool, I'd make them cool. You know what I'm saying? I never, I never, I never been one of the people to fit in. What Blueface said, he said, I never fit in. I was too far ahead to fit in. I forget what he said. I never wanted to fit in. I never wanted to be with the cool motherfuckers, whatever. I'm like, whoever I click with, that's who I rock with. That's a, that was always my mentality, bro. How people like you see these, these, these uh Mary used to make teenage movies back in the day, like accepted or um, super bad. They used to make real white teenage movie. What's the one? Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me. A uh, Euro trip. They used to make real teen movies and real high school movies. Euro trip and shit like that, where you know you had these nerdy white kids that wanted to fit in with the 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 cool kids. I never wanted to do that. 
Like I, I had, I had people, I had friends that was super popular. I had people that was, I had friends that was nerds. You know what I'm saying? I had people that was right in the middle. So for me, it was never, I never cared to fit in, bro. I always did my own thing, bro. And I think that's, that's what most, you know, that's what most people should do. Be comfortable being you. You know, hoop season, football season, I hung with the, the people I hooped that I was, we went home to. I went home with the, you know, I went home with, we all caught the bus, we all lived the same way. I hung with the hoopers and, you know, I had some friends that sold drugs. You know, when I was, when doing shit on the block, they sold drugs. Watch some niggas sell drugs. We cracking jokes and I'm going to my way. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, like building yourself as a real rounded individual, both male and female, get you a long way. I could be in a room full of business dudes and hold my own. I could be in a room full of people that talk anime and hold my own. I could be in a whole room of people speaking science or comic books or, or TV shows or intellectual finances. Or I could be in a room full of women and I can hold my own. Like, you know, you have to be a well-rounded individual. If you only keep subject matters, yo, if you're if you're not a well-rounded individual, you really limit your potential. Especially in a dating pool, you limit yourself in a dating pool. A lot of y'all don't have a conversation to hold, or y'all can't spark a conversation. Once you get her, that's that's you know, once you break the ice, that is kind of difficult. But once you get her, what else can you talk about? You know, so being a well-rounded individual, you know, that's that's what all that's just what I was raised. Like, you know, you hear on eight mile, well, he Clarence went to Cranbrook, that's a private school. I spent time out there. They got an amazing school, got an amazing science center. I was fortunate enough where my mom would take me out there and go to their library and a science center. So I was very cultural. I had people that that lived, you know, I had family members that lived out there, multiple on both sides of the family. Like I said, I have family members that sold crack. I had friends that sold crack. I had friends that packed guns. I had friends that hit licks for a living when I was coming up. You know, I had friends that was good with their hands. I had friends, daddy, who taught who taught who taught us how to climb the ladder and hook up illegal cable. But I also have friends, you know, I have friends, you know, who have, you know, uh uh dads and moms who 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 have money, you know, who have businesses, trucking businesses, lawn services. Uh, who have resources that went to do nine to five. So, uh, you know, I have friends, mom, who were single mothers. You know? So, you know, yeah, I've been a, I've been around a, a lot a lot of different... I have friends, mom, who was hardcore to going to church. We spent the night. We had to clean up and go to church. So all that helped build into the person I, I was, bro, and, and my parents making me do shit. I've... I was a a, a a a golfer. I had to golf. I golfed, had to do the shit. My dad had made me go golfing with him in the, in the beginning of the day, do yard work. We go golfing. When I get to my mama, she put me in golf lessons. So that's something I did. I was in book clubs. I was in science clubs. I was played the piano. I played the guitar. I played the flute. Not proud of that, but there's a story behind that. But uh so yeah, I hooped, I played football, I played tennis. I pl man, I did everything. My parents put me in everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. I had friends that was in the nation of Islam. I learned I learned about, you know, what they believed in. Worked out with the brothers that 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 provided protection for the nation of Islam. Learned a little bit of martial arts from them. So literally everything, bro. 
hung out with the church brothers, Christianity. I, I went to school, first half of my school career to middle school, I went to Catholic school. So I know the Catholic, I know the Catholic book, all that shit. So you put me in a room with people, with different people, I literally can hold my own. I didn't. I didn't been in the projects. Been in, didn't done it all, bro. Then been in the projects. Hooping with the niggas in the pro. Have friends in the project everywhere. I never discriminated. Never discriminated. Don Kennedy had a mixtapes, the Yellow album, and the track was to my summer 2011. DJ Mustard had 11 to 13. He said, "Shout out to him. He got divorced too, and and made all like a fat fat cat. They need to let Lola Brooks." Uh, Promote Lola Brooks more. She can rap. Never heard of her. No offense. Look at academics and Kai. They ain't talented. Academics. I will say Kai is entertaining. But what make his show so entertaining? I don't have nothing against neither one of them. Is that uh, it's it seemed to be, it seemed that his show his show just it just it don't have no structure. That's what make it funny. His son, his show don't have no anything can happen. On Kyle's show, anything can happen. He don't it, it's I ain't never never knock and the, in academics. I think he mastered what he do. I think they put a battery in his back and they're gonna use him, and then one day he's gonna fizzle out because it's hip hop. Somebody else gonna take his place and he's gonna be a has been. So he better be prepared to pivot. He's I listen to Lime and Band Gang. Uh I've been listening to Detroit Rap for 10 years. I know like. Uh, I live in a neighborhood with the band gang ninjas. I don't really know them like that. Like I see them, they be on their little dirt bikes. I don't really know they rap like that, but um, but yeah, I live in the same neighborhood a lot of them dudes do, bro. You see them ninjas at the Coney Island. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> Support the channel, Cash App, Dallas Sign, CJ Good313. Real real talk. Yeah, I'm yeah, I be hearing shit about like some of them dudes, but I I'm not I'm not as a in the Detroit rap as I was when like Platinum Rollies Don't Tick came out when uh blood sweat and tears stack master when rock bottom and cheddar boys was beef on east side and west side cheddar i was in there like hard then you know what i'm saying uh you know lodge boys that was my ninjas you know but the last time i really was in like detroit rap as far as underground scene for real when like uh peasy was first coming out and doughboy cash out had the city on lock he said that video came out years ago exposed in the industry rick ross was looking for new artists and he picked one female because she was cute and thick. He didn't pick one. He didn't pick the chick that was a good thing at all. Because you already know he did with her. I was listening to Apollo, Apollo Skywalker, 0-14-15. He said, here's the crazy thing about, uh, about it. We have riot police shootings across the country since 2016. I haven't heard one rapper discuss any of them. Well, Lil Baby did. He said, you know, he got backlash. He said he'll never do it again. I remember him saying it. He made that song. He got backlash. That's because... You know, he got that call from upstairs. So I salute him for doing it. Little Baby be speaking some real shit. I just don't like his rap. I hope a lot of these rappers that's out today are hoping to invest their money because they know the music cycle changes every four. Man, four or five minutes. It's like two and a half, three years now, bro, the cycle changing. But a lot of them, a lot of them Southern dudes was always kind of smart. They put their money up. You know, Master P, I think he owns the largest uh, mansion in the United States. I was reading that he owns the largest mansion in the United States. Think about that for a minute. So a lot, a lot of them southern, southern, southern guys was always smart, bro. Birdman, Master P, 
Offset and Cardi B doing a lot of investing. Jeezy do a lot of investing. So a lot of them dudes was pretty smart. Yo Gotti, Young Dolph, he invested in a lot of real estate before he passed away. Um, so a lot of them dudes was, was super duper smart. Guitar Jesse Jacks Johnson versus Prince. Who you got? I don't know much about guitar Jesse Johnson, so I can't really speak on it. But uh, I know about Prince. Prince was Detroit was Prince's second home when it came to doing concerts and shit like that. But hey, yo, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. We went a little bit longer than I expected. I would have been on earlier. But uh, town had called me, bro. So we had to chop it up real quick. You know how we do. Uh, hey, I appreciate y'all. Peace.